Gonna Go Pizza presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. You know what? Screw the blues. Wow. Screw them and the wow. horse they rode in on. How? What? You can't just start the show with I, that, I, I Adam. Can't. Everyone is cheering for the St. Louis Blues No one is cheering for the St. Louis Blues. How dare you? Everyone is cheering for the St. Louis Blues. No one is cheering for the St. Louis Blues. Why do you say so? Because anybody with Why? any sense would have picked Chicago over St. Louis. You guys picked them on a wing and a prayer, and now you get to bask in your own awesomeness, but there is no damn way that anybody with any sort of intelligent sense picks the St. Louis Blues going into this series. That's, that's just so interesting, and, Jesse. Do, do you want to Google Translate on what he just said? He thinks we have no sense. No sense. Because we picked the St. Louis Blues. Yes. Wait, well, what was the right choice? I, I think the right choice, now correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. when you pick a playoff bracket, mm. your intention, your main goal, if you will, okay. is to pick the winning team. Oh, I thought you were supposed to pick the losing team. Oh, well, see, now ah. you goofed up. Did I goof up or did someone else You know what? Up? Screw you guys! Screw you guys! I hope St. Louis loses the next series. I hope they. I hope they get. Yeah, I hope well, they lose. They're in, playing Dallas. I, I hope they lose. I hope they lose in three games. Okay. I hope they lose in three, maybe two. Wow! You Just think out. this is the AHL, Adam? Walk away! Walk away! Doesn't play. Just walk like away. Yes. Just walk away. Doesn't happen like that, buddy. Well. 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 How you feeling? Damn. How are you feeling with that Somebody, ruined, all the way ruined bracket? I woke up this morning to literally 10 tweets of people going, rest in peace, Adam Wilde's bracket. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I have gotten my butt handed to me in the playoffs this year. Like, I, I did pretty well last year. This year has just been bad. All the way around, bad, bad, bad. I don't even remember who I picked in the uh, Panthers-Islanders series. Well, and, and the thing is, it's not even just who's won. It's the amount of game in the series. Like, who would have thought... That we'd be looking at a Ducks Preds seventh game. I did. I, I had. Uh, you did? Did you actually call yes. that? You know what? He did. Yeah. Wow. But who did you say was going to win? Anaheim. Anaheim. I'm going to get that Good, right because you're you're all right. Uh, they have. I to said win. Anaheim in five. Man, so did I. Um, I I did. I took L.A. over San San Jose. L.A. Um, was my big loss too. That's a that's a bracket hurt. Someone here picked San Jose, and that's me. Oh my god, Jesse. <laughs> Of course, Jesse. <laughs> of course, like, yeah, yeah, really. Who else? Like, really. Now, now, Jesse, did you pick Dallas to beat uh, Minnesota in 4-2? F- I had four games. I think I had a sweep. So that I think happen. I had four or four, one. I think I had five. Um, and, yeah, and the thing is, too, it drives me crazy. There's no way. Like, truly, the way the, way the Islanders won that last game. There was kind of a, a couple blown calls and a... A couple? Maybe. Oof. I felt as though maybe Florida deserved to win that game. Uh, they, you know what? <sighs> so many people love the put your whistles away approach, and it is absolutely the right thing to do until it's not. Until the game is on the line, there's a guy with an empty net and he gets tripped. <laughs> like the Guys, congratulations to the New York Islanders. I talked mad smack about them. I didn't think they could pull it off. And they had Thomas Grison net and holy smokes, they pulled it off. And look at them going on to round two. The Panthers were robbed in game six. Doesn't mean they would have won game seven. Hey, who knows? Maybe the Islanders tie that game up and win it in overtime anyway, right? but they were robbed. And we were, were robbed. robbed. We were robbed of an all Florida second round, which would have been cool. That would have been so cool. Actually, Adam, it would have been warm. Ah. You see, uh-huh. because... <laughs> Uh-huh. 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 That was a good I bet one. you didn't know I'm a dad. <laughs> We're soon to be. Um, hey, you calm down. I'm, I'm just I'm just starting pregnancy rumors for Steve. Hey, maybe, <laughs> Steve maybe don't, is pregnant. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> maybe, I am already a dog father. Um, and 
in, in all honesty, I mean, um, it looked everything else kind of played out the way it should have. Tampa definitely should have beaten Detroit. Yeah, um, Washington. What? Oh, yeah. You had uh, Detroit right, going far, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. See? See? Can't this, have them all, Jesse Brown. Oh, okay. Can't have them all. Only to the second um, Washington definitely should have beaten Philadelphia. And I don't even think they should have let Philly win two games. Like, I really felt like Washington should have swept that series. Uh, well, okay. game four could have gone either way. Game five, if they replay that game. 10 times the they Caps win. win nine yeah mm-hmm. they just happen to lose that one but um you see you see the value now in taking out a team even a game earlier than expected or a game later than expected heading into the playoffs if i told you caps penguins first round who would you have picked caps caps undeniably and so mm-hmm. would have i jesse caps undeniably and so would have i now it's round two the Caps got banged up by the Flyers for six games. Yep. The Penguins had a cup of tea against the New York Rangers. I mean, with all due respect to the Rangers, the Penguins barely broke a sweat. <laughs> well, and according, now, now who do you got? And I mean, it was such a it's such a drubbing that the new NY Ragnars on Twitter oh, uh, yes. <laughs> tweeted that Lundqvist is gone. You, you really got to give the social media coordinator for the for the New York Ragnars. Oh goodness, what a career! What a star-studded career! Henrik Lundqvist had. Oh, if you missed it, Steve, can you give some some background to that? Well, oh. no, 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 you don't have to say whom. But but oh, so. what what happened? What happened? So there's this reporter <laughs> <laughs> who basically he retweeted an account that said Henrik Lundqvist has retired. And this is, by the way, this is like 20 minutes after the Rangers got eliminated from the playoffs. So immediate red flag. And, the, and this, yeah, because there's no way Henrik Lundqvist goes tonight. I'm done. Yeah, and right away, no, even if he just right after the game is like, I am done. The Henrik Lundqvist era is over. <laughs> Son, terminated. This was my last game <laughs> as a New York Ranger. Uh, even if that was true, I doubt the Rangers would be like, <laughs> like rushing to. Tweet that out. Right. Rushing to tweet it out. I don't think they would be doing that. And this reporter goes, oh my goodness, what a way to go out. Gets pulled in his last two games and all this. And the tweet comes from the NY Ragnars, not the New York Rangers account. It's like, uh, it, there's a, there's one reporter from ESPN, Pierre Lebrun, who, ah, yes. who what is it? There's like a, a real underscore Lebrun ESPN and then a real Lebrun oh, underscore ESPN. So or, many fake accounts. And it's so close that everybody get it. I mean, I think that account broke several trades that were untrue several trade deadlines ago. And people go, and they, they can't retweet it fast enough. Everyone. Check the blue check mark. I've said it before. I've said it, said it again, or I'll say it again. Give it a second. Wait. Wait. But I gotta be first! <laughs> See, the real account is real underscore ESPN LeBron. And then the fake account is real ESPN LeBron. <laughs> so the real account doesn't have the underscore. By the way, so that's why I get confused. That's why I'm Steve underscore Dangle, by the way. Someone else had Steve Dangle? Someone else had Steve Dangle, and it, I didn't find out until months later it was actually someone from Nike who oh. noticed I didn't have a Twitter account, so they reserved it for me. And I'm like, what? But but then they just weren't paying attention for a while. Oh. They weren't paying attention for a while, and I'm like, but I already have followers on this one now. I'm not. I'm not. Ah, oh, but you could have uh, just changed your yeah, name. You could just changed the handle. Well, now it's been in several hundred, several hundred uh, episodes of this show. <laughs> it's just saying Steve underscore Dangle, fancy voice lady, and handsome voice man, and yep. It's yeah. it's just my handle now. That's just what it is now. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. That's you. Well. That's my life. Um, and, and the thing was is that that ESPN LeBron thing, that, that was when you had to put real in your name because there was no verified on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So you could have been talking to, like there were fake celebrities everywhere back in the day. It was the Wild West. You weren't sure who you were talking to. <laughs> By the way, there is a presidential candidate with real in their Twitter handle. Really? Handle. Which one? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Oh, I didn't even realize that. At Donald Trump on Twitter. <laughs> That's a good question. That's a really good question. By the way, if, you, if you're not um, already, there's a guy out an there, egg. and you can just Google this. Um, Donald Trump is an egg. Uh, the real at Donald Trump is an egg with 5,000 followers. That's cool. Yep. That's cool. No, to- Most of them Donald Trump fans who would follow an egg <laughs> instead of the one with his picture on it. Um, Again, people who just can't wait. There he is! <laughs> found him! Got him! Tag him and bag him! There like, is a guy who's, I believe, verified, and he's got forty or 50,000 followers, who is Ted Cruz's roommate in, <laughs> oh, yeah. in college. And he said that he was, they were talking about um, self-pleasure and how Ted Cruz thinks that that's, uh, that's an oh, issue. Oh, like, like indulging in a bowl of ice cream. Yeah, well... Uh, more of a or more of a bedroom pleasure, a sexual pleasure, you might oh, like say. Playing video games. No, oh, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't think. Yeah. No, Jesse's got it. Jesse's yeah. got it. So yeah. yeah. So anyway, so this guy, joysticks. This yeah, guy yeah, said yeah. that Ted Cruz thinks that that's a public health risk. I can tell you that in college, Ted Cruz did not think that that was a public health oh, risk. Oh my goodness, it was good How times. Did, but what does Andrew great. Peters think about all? Well, this? I don't. I, has, has there been any follow from that? Absolutely not. No. He hasn't responded at all. No, and I, there's no reason to. Why would why would he? Why would what would he say? What would he add? I don't have a hockey DB page, Adam. You do now. There were several tweeted at us, and they were great. That's true. Someone made me a hockey DB page, and my picture is Iggy with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Anyway, back to hockey for a second. Yes. Uh, you know. So we've got <laughs> you know. We've got some matchups here that we should talk about for the second round, especially because by the time most people listen to this show, the Ducks and Preds game will be over and we'll have a win of one of the two so we'll start with that second round series okay so we've got the ducks or preds versus the sharks no matter what team wins here does it stop the sharks you know that's there's another example of i would have taken the ducks but the sharks win in five ducks have to go seven Ah, i'm having a real hard time and brent burns looked unstoppable Stoppable. And Martin Jones. And Martin Jones looked stop-ing-able. That's a word. That's a word now. Uh, I kind of think the Sharks probably take the Ducks or the Preds. Uh, ducks might take a nastier chunk out of them. Um, but I think the, the Sharks just might make the conference final this year. The Predators have been surprising with how gritty they are. Because they're not a high-scoring team, uh, even with Johansson. And it just seems like they... Um, they're they're like they they're still living in the Barry Trotz era without Barry Trotz. You yeah, know? Like, they never still have defensive. been. Never have been. When one year they were loaded offensively, and I think they got knocked out round one. Yeah, it's, it's when they had uh, Peter Forsberg for a very 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 short amount of time. So so that one you 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 think sharks now? I'm thinking sharks now. I'm thinking sharks. All right, we've got Dallas and we've got St. Louis again. I hope it's a th- three game sweep and St. Louis is out in three. No, even though it's not mathematically possible. <laughs> so. You know who was bad this year? Who? The Leafs. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> you, know, you know who else was bad this year? Who? Montreal Canadiens. True. I bet if some crazy billionaire just came along and was like, I will pay you all millions of dollars, every player on each team, I'll pay you millions of dollars to have a seven-game series right now. Go. 
So let's let's pretend the Leafs and Habs had a series right now. I bet you it would be really good because it'd be two relatively even yeah, skill sets. Relatively bad teams. Although if Carey Price yeah, is playing, does then Carey it's Price a... get to play? No. Okay. Because he's probably still not better. But I don't know. That's another conversation for another day. Um, I think that series would be good for the same reason that Minnesota-Dallas was good. That was the best junior hockey series I've seen in a while. Holy smokes! No goalie could stop a beach ball. It was brutal. Anti- Who Do you know, Adam? I don't. I don't know him. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> the best goalie in that series, save percentage-wise, was Kerry Lettinen. If the best goalie in your playoff series is Kerry Lettinen, you had a rough series. Dubnik was terrible. Well, he also got lit up. I yep. Mean, yep. Not all his fault. Dallas Stars have a lot of firepower. And Antti Niemi was even worse. It was just it was just brutal. It was just brutal. And and you know, you know, I don't I don't know if you know this, Adam. I have a deep, bitter hatred of the Minnesota Wild. I didn't know that. I, I don't, actually. Which is why it's awkward that I have the eulogy on Puck Daddy. For the Minnesota Wild. Open? I've been... No, 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 no. I'm still writing it. It it might be up by the time people hear this. Oh. But I've been waiting years to write a eulogy for Puck Daddy, so I was like, oh, I'll write any of them. I'll take the Wild. And then afterwards, I was like, why did I pick the Wild? Hey, whatever, man. Okay, so you're going to be on Puck Daddy. But I got it figured out. Now, here's a question. Did the Stars really get a chunk taken out of them by the Wild? I don't think so. I don't think so either, but I bet they feel pretty human. And then I look at the Blues, and holy smokes how good they had to be, especially in Game 7. And, oh, God, that was just such a war. I can, I can I just make a prediction right now? Sharks, Stanley Cup Final. Wow. Because you think the Sharks will beat the Blues. I think, and you think the Blues no, will I think the, the Sharks will beat either of Anaheim or Nashville. Uh, the Blues will probably beat the Stars. But they're just going to be so beat up by the time they get to the conference final. I think the Sharks are able to handle them. They go to the Stanley Cup final. Now, this, this might be the Sharks' year, man. It might be. Now, Dallas is hilarious to me because they remind me of, like, they're like the Toronto Raptors of this year's NHL playoffs. Really good in the regular <laughs> season, high scoring, high flying, and you get to the playoffs and. There were not, not there were a few s- contenders, man. People were dying to, to be that this year. The Caps were trying to be it for a while. Mm-hmm. The Sharks finally stopped being it. That was neat. Yep. The Blues yep. tried to be that for a while. Well, it will be very interesting to see how St. Louis handles that high-powered Dallas offense. If they can figure out a way to contain it, which they have the personnel to do it. By the way, 26 goals in, or sorry, 21 goals in six games for the Stars without Tyler Sagan. Is he coming back for this series? Uh, He's done for the year is what I'm hearing. It's, oh, oh, really? Yeah. Because Lindy Ruff was updating game by game. Ooh. Saying, oh, he's he's not playing in game two. He's not playing game three. He's not playing hmm. game four. I will I will bring that up. Interesting. That would be a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Sagan, they might have a chance. Without, yeah, go to bed. All right, we've got I- <laughs> the Islanders in Tampa Bay. Man, all of a sudden, more interesting now. Now that Florida's lost, wasn't I so right though about how the Islanders handled handled Florida? I don't even remember who I picked in that one, but I said I bet Florida and their youth and their skill. All of it, all very admirable. I bet they struggle against the kind of 
kind of playoff tested Islanders. Even you're though right. the Islanders haven't made the second round since '93, yeah, which is incredible. But you're right. I mean, they've been to the they've they made the playoffs. They've lost in the playoffs. They know what it is. And now, finally, they're not the young team anymore. They're still pretty young. But they're not the youngest on the ice. And you know what I discovered in the series? I said I wasn't scared of the New York Islanders heading into the playoffs. I'm I'm still not. I'm still not. You know who I am scared of? John Tavares. How many players in this league have true beast mode? Like, just... Turn it on. An ability to turn it on, and you are not stopping them. You cannot. Maybe 10? Maybe. Maybe. Crosby, Malkin, Ovechkin, help me out, you know? I think that's, yeah, there's less than 10. You might add John Tavares to that group. Holy sm- When he wanted to take over the series, he did. And that's all he did. They took him out in six. So now they take on the Lightning. Who are pretty deep. Now, I, I got a tweet this morning. Um, <laughs> you're going to love this. Stamkos is skating on the fourth line for the Lightning. Interesting. I wonder how close he is to coming back. I don't know. Because the last report was it's unlikely he'll return before the final. I don't know. Just saying. No, he feels like a freaking maniac, though. If he's back, like it would just be like... He really is like a Zerg. Yeah. Just... Yeah, him um, and Carlson. I don't know how yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, these young kids these days, they heal up like bugs. It's unbelievable. Um, D- can't, Tampa is deep, but they don't have that John Tavares type. You would give that to Steven Stamkos, maybe. But he's not playing. And he had such a hard time becoming that last <coughs> year, too. You know who might be that is Victor Hedman. I thought Alex Petrangelo looked, uh, looked very Victor Hedman-like in the way he kind of took over the game for the Blues. But... Um, I think this is going to be another even series. And here's... <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. The Sharks, again, they might win it all. The Caps and Penguins are about to go through a war. Now, this is this is the series that everybody wanted. And this is the series that we as NHL fans deserve. Absolutely. But it's going to be a war. And whoever comes out of it is going to come out of it broken. Tampa Islanders, I think, is going to be a war. And whoever comes out of it is going to come out busted up. Then they got to play each other, and they're just going to kind of limp into the octagon to take on who? No matter what, it's going to be a Western Conference opponent. And that's just so not fun. True. <laughs> so, so not fun. Well, and it, I mean, let's, it's, it's so funny because so many of the beasts. Or two, two of the major beasts went down, and potentially three went down. The California teams, uh, I guess, with the exception of San Jose. So imagine the imagine the Ducks don't win tonight, and then you've got so you've got the Ducks, you've got Chicago, and you've got Los Angeles out in the first round. Unbelievable! You see that guy who uh, he tweeted that he would get a tattoo of Gary Bettman on his butt <laughs> if yep. if uh, Chicago and LA both got eliminated first round. Oh, and he's got to do it. He tweeted it months ago, and it's funny because you just see his tweets like every few weeks. Like this is bad, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, like a couple days ago, he's just like, "So right cheek or left?" <laughs> I would love to see if he does it. Poor guy, poor poor guy. Um, do you really think though that? Like who comes out of this series? Because your your default is to think Capitals on this one, mostly because they had such an unbelievable season. But it it showed in the first round just how cohesive 
the Pittsburgh unit has become. And it's so funny because if you told us this in December, we'd have been like, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And if you told us this in February, we were talking about it on the show. Like it was Philly, Pittsburgh and Detroit. I mean, we're not sure who's going to make it out of those three. All three ended up making it, but it was, it was a crapshoot. And all of a sudden Pittsburgh turned it on. You know what? The, I I told all the Penguins fans, I told them, look out for playoff Phil Kessel. Playoff Phil Kessel is really, really, really fun. And he's fantastic. Now, the one thing I would say, though, is goals for Kessel and goals for the Penguins, likewise, have been oxygen. They need them. It's, it's like an exponential thing. They get one, and one turns into four or five. If they don't get that one, they have a really, really hard time getting it. They fight for it, and they're almost fighting themselves. You can do that against a struggling Henrik Lundqvist slash anti-Ranta and get away with it. Slash team that's kind of over the hill. Team that's kind of over the hill. I kind of feel bad for the Rangers. I think we just... They're kind of done. They're, well, they're, they're, they're agony done. done. Like, if they make the playoffs next year, would anyone be shocked? No. No, but it's just this slow decay Yeah, that's going to kind of happen, this Detroit-like decay. Um, they're starting to lose hair. They're going bald. A little bit. But Pittsburgh now has to go up against the Holt Beast. Yes. Who wasn't even the best goalie in the last series that he played in. And I bet he's not feeling so good about that. I bet he's going to come out in round two. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, now what about the Pittsburgh's goaltending situation and Alexander Ovechkin against that? Good luck. Good luck, man. Just It doesn't matter who's in net. Would it matter if it was Marc-Andre Fleury or Matt Probably, Murray? Or no, everyone's afraid of that shot. Everyone is afraid of that shot. It's it would just, matter a little more if it was your starting goaltender. It would. It would. I think you definitely prefer it to be Marc-Andre Fleury. Especially because Marc-Andre Fleury was there the last time these two teams played and has been there basically every time. Matt Murray looked good. He did. Matt Murray looked good. Jeff Zatkoff, I think, was better than a lot of people thought he was going to be. But, again, I, I'm so gun-shy because last round it was like, ah, Thomas Grice! Bah! And then he outdueled Luongo. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a war, man. It's going to be the war we all deserve. I hope it goes seven, and I hope seven is better than the last seven. Do you remember that? Wasn't the last game like 6-2 or something? It was 6-2 like yeah. or 6-1. Yeah. And I remember like canceling plans. I'm like, I am watching game seven of Pittsburgh-Washington. It it's going to be the best hockey game of all time. Utter blow-up. And it's funny, after that one, uh, Washington went through a, a bit of a two- or three-year kind of spin. And, it messed them up. Well, I think it messed them up for a while. I want to say the next year they won the President's Trophy, and they got the Habs in the first round, and Halak slammed the door. Remember the Halak? Yeah, year? the Halak year. The Caps, man, they haven't conquered their demons yet. They haven't conquered their demons yet. They got this far last year. And they were close. And I actually thought they'd get, get through. And they, they just couldn't do they it. They should have got through. Every year they should get through. I think if they beat Pittsburgh, well, obviously they'll feel good. Great analysis, Steve. Um, but that'll be that'll be a bit of a boogeyman that they conquered. They It sucks. Like you got to conquer your boogeyman to make it to the Stanley Cup final. But your boogeyman is your inability to make the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. They just got to do it. You just got to play. 
You were right. The first the time they lost the to Pittsburgh, the next year they won the President's Trophy and then lost in the first round to the Canadians. Because Yaroslav Halak stopped everything. He almost took them to the Stanley Cup final. Yep. Uh, before we end this segment, I want to just do a little bit of a shout out. Shout to, out? To, our, to people of our own kind. The announcers. The announcers of the world. Because Pat Foley, the Chicago Blackhawks, he's their local guy, had a, a, quite, oh. quite the rant. <laughs> and I think he wins MVP announcing. Of the first round, even though his team is out. And he was a little upset about the fact that the Cavs or the uh, the Chicago Blackhawks had to start at 942. Or was it 842? I think it was 842 local, local yeah. time. Which would have made it like 942 here. And he was upset about that. So here's what he had no, to say. No, the other way around. Oh, my bad. Seven. Between two great teams here, and it has been compelling theater. Oh, thank you. Either a tied or And they cut him off. Could have gone to a Honda commercial. Now, guys, that means it's a 9.42 start time mm-hmm. in Toronto. Yes. And, Which and Jesse and I were just debating. Yes. <laughs> you guys were like, it is. <laughs> no, no. It is. Yeah. I thought that was great. I thought that was great that they just <laughs> it just went off. And he makes a good point. They are the Chicago Blackhawks. They are the defending Stanley Cup champions. Why are they taking a back seat in terms of timing? Well, Adam, if Pat Foley doesn't like it, maybe he should do another job where he can go to bed on time. Shut up, Mike. Oh. Oh, are we are Oh, I have that too. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Here's Mike Milbury's weighing or Mike Milbury weighing in on it. BC eight. Eastern time. You know what? And if that's too late for certain announcers, I think they should just let somebody else call the game and stay home and get a good night's rest because eight o'clock it is, and we do that just so we can get everybody involved and all the games on. Lots of games. We do a good job showing them. By the way, that's quiet. By the way, that's seven central. So, so you want people watching or not, Mike? You want people watching or not? <laughs> it's he that got, simple. Well, and Gary Bettman said no one minds, despite the fact that reporters were like, actually, the players mind a lot, and lots of people complaining on Twitter. Well, and I don't, I don't, I don't blame the Chicago Blackhawks for that. I don't blame them at all. I don't blame <laughs> the fans. They're the team that won the cup last year. I think they and and have had what now in seven years, I guess three cups in seven years. It was three and six. I would think that they are deserving of priority. <sighs> Forget priority. And they're Chicago. Logic. It's a massive city. Logic. Who starts at almost nine o'clock local? Logic. Here's your brain. Who starts? Well, this, is, this isn't the UFC. Although most of that's in Vegas. But seriously, that's too late. It's way too late. And if you lose the East Coast, who cares about the West? No offense to all the folks out on the West. You just know it to be true. Yeah. There's more people in the East. Sportsnet 590, The Fan. We are the Steve Dangle Podcast. When we come back, our favorite Russian is coming back to the NHL, allegedly. Allegedly. This story is an exercise in what the difference between what Russian players tell North American reporters and what Russian players tell Russian reporters 
is. And what Russian reporters tell North American reporters and what North American reporters tell North American readers, which then Russian players read, and then they have to tell Russian reporters what to tell North American reporters. And holy smokes, is he coming or not? So Alexander Radulov, according to an interview from Russia with Simeon Var- Varlamov, all he has to do to come back is call Patrick Waugh and Patrick Waugh make it happen. Oh, there it is. Head coach Patrick Waugh. We'll somehow make that happen with Joe Sackick, I'm assuming. They asked Joe about this when this story broke. Joe said, no comment. Interesting. And they've got interesting things happening there because in Colorado, they can't spend in the cap like a normal team. They have a smaller budget, um, from what I understand anyway. I've, really? I've heard they're kind of budget conscious. Plus, you've got Tyson Berry and Nathan McKinnon who are restricted free agents. And you got to figure out what to do with them. And you've got Gabriel Landeskog locked up. You've got Matt Duchesne locked up. Like, I mean, it's they're, they're, they might have some issues going into this year. Can I just say the Avalanche are in some ways like the Oilers. And Oilers fans will be like, thank you? And Avalanche fans, I think, will be insulted. But I think they're a cautionary tale for the Leafs. Always bringing it back to the Leafs. Too bad. I think they're a cautionary tale. Because you can load up with high-end young talent, and they can be incredible players Mm -hmm. individually. And if you're rebuilding, that's fine. But there is a timer. There is a bit of a TikTok effect going there. And if you don't get good in about three or four years, if if you don't get real good, or I guess in the Avalanche's case, stay real good, in about three, four years, now you're kind of screwed. Now you're in a lot of trouble because now you're not good and all the young, cheap players that were propping you up are now young, expensive players. That's kind of what they're having to deal with. And then you sign yourself into mediocrity like the Leafs have done. Like the Leafs have done in the past, not in that way, but the Oilers have certainly done it. Well, I mean, what I'm talking about is like, remember out of the the first lockout, the Leafs signed Darcy Tucker and, and Matt Sundin and Brian McCabe and all these guys to massive deals that lasted five or six years with no movement clauses, all of them, all of them. And for whatever reason, they thought that that would be good enough. And so they were stuck with those four, five guys. They called them the Muskoka Five, Cabrillet as well. Um, they, they were stuck with those five guys for years and years and years and paid the price and never made the playoffs. And then you put yourself in the, well, I guess we'll try this position, which is what I think Radulov would be. Now, Elliot Friedman reporting, looking at his Twitter here, um, some of the teams he thinks uh, are in on Radulov, the Red Wings. The Panthers and the Capitals. And he said Colorado was considered the favorite. And then he tweeted, um, just looking for it here, uh, he has reason to believe that the Washington and Colorado reports are not true. Which are weird, which is weird because That's weird. I would have assumed Colorado would be the favorite. Now, Washington, you think about that, and right off the top of your head, you go, that makes sense because Russians, you know, they got Ovechkin, makes sense. Kuznetsov, that makes sense. Dmitry Orlov, that makes sense. Andrei Burakovsky, I'm not actually sure where he's from. I just wanted <laughs> to say He just has a name. long last name. He's just got a long last name. Uh, the head coach is Barry Trotz. You think he wants to deal with that again? Uh, yeah, because he was the one that, along with the general manager in Nashville, suspended them in the second round of the playoffs. The second round for missing curfew. In the playoffs! Kostitsin, right? Sergei? Sergei Kostitsin and Alex Radulov. It'll be interesting. He's an NHL player. 
There's no doubt about it. Like, skill-wise, he's an NHL player. But, uh, you know, Mike Babcock always talks about living the right way. I hope he does. I don't think he does. Well, you never know. You never know. But this would be an amazing opportunity. <laughs> What's been interesting, too, is that when he did, when Radulov did leave, um, he signed a contract. I think, what is it, 100 million rubles or something like, like some some ridiculous number. Mm. But it works out to about, it, it at the time, worked out to about 9.25 million dollars uh, a season. I think 9.2 million. And I think I think the answer you're looking for is around 2 billion Oh, rubles. billion rubles. Okay, there you go. So it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous kiss. But the ruble has fallen so far oh, yeah. in the last three years that his nine and a half million dollar American money contract has turned into a four and a half million dollar American money contract and it just expired. That's that's how bad the economy is right now in Russia. And I don't think it's just it's just the economy because I'm sure there's teams out there in the KHL willing to pay him more. Sure. Uh, even with the ridiculous inflation rate. Because it doesn't matter rate. about making money in the KHL. <laughs> no. I, I think he would still make more in the KHL than the NHL. I don't know that to be true, but... I think so. Um, the problem is there's, well, not really problem. There is a competitive nature, though. There's a competitive nature to it. Leo Komarov was in the KHL. He was doing just fine. Didn't have to come to the NHL. He ended up making a pretty good payday. But it did, that wasn't known coming out of the gate. The reason he came to the NHL was he won the Gagarin Cup. He had nothing left to prove. He was a world champion. Who's a Gagarin Cup champion? I'm going to come to the NHL because that's the next thing to do. Uh, Artemi Panarin came for the payday and the awesome opportunity to play with the Blackhawks. Um, but a lot of these guys, they leave the KHL because they have nothing left to prove. Radulov's already won the Gagarin Cup a couple times. He just lost it in the seventh game. Ah. Which means uh, Zaitsev, by the way, lost it too. Ah. Ah. That means he'll come in hungry for the Leafs, am that's I right? That's right, that's right. Stanley Cup next season. Absolutely. Um, he's got something left to prove. You know, if he really is as good as he thinks he is, or his money thinks he is, or his agents think he is, or whatever, he's got to come to the NHL and prove it. It's the best league. Is he no a guy that can get you 50 or 60 points? Oh, totally. Totally. I think so. Okay. That's that's big for a lot of teams. The thing is, a lot of teams are are, are freaked out about the personality issue. So that's going to cost him money. And he said money. From what I'm hearing, money is not an issue right now. It's it's really just about comfort with family. I wouldn't think so. Um, so now the issue is, you sign a one year deal where, and it's going to be for low and for well. That's the thing though. How low? He's not signing somewhere for one million bucks. You can't get him on a Brad Boy seven hundred thousand dollar deal. <laughs> Hell no. No way. So what if he's making four and a half in the KHL American money standards about that? Really? Yeah, that's what his, because like his, his contract was at nine. And Let's now, just say. So he's making four and a half million, which is anywhere from uh, bottom of your top six to top of your bottom six. Stefan Robita. So Actually, what, not quite as much. What is a Radulov make? Does he make three? Does he make four and a half? Does he make five? No, he definitely doesn't make five. So we're agreeing that Radulov is good enough to start a bidding war amongst teams. I'm sure that's what he's hoping. War. No, yeah. the, his skill. No one's. I don't think anyone's doubting his skill. I don't think anyone's well, he's doubting that. two seasons in the NHL. He okay. His Plus NHL totals. His NHL totals, and it's a little skewed because most of his NHL numbers are from when he was much younger. 
uh, in 154 career NHL games, fewer than Andrew Peters, by the way, in 154 <laughs> career NHL games, 47 goals, 55 assists, 102 points. That's not bad. Actually, it was also 10 his, years ago. Yeah, his playoffs numbers, though, 18 games played, 6 goals, 8 assists, 14 points. And that includes his run in 2011-12, in which he was suspended, by the way, 8 games, 1 goal, 5 assists, though, 6 points. Wow. He and was, in in his uh, in the regular season, there nine games, three goals, four assists, seven points. He's a good player. So in he's the, arguably the KHL, is he arguably a better player now than when those numbers were were taken? I would say he's at least as good. He's at least as good. In the KHL this past season, he got sixty five points in fifty three games. It's very hard to get over sixty points in the KHL. It's very hard. He's good enough. You just need to find a number that makes sense and you got to be sure that his issues are behind him and if they're not you got to be sure you can stomach them there are players in this league where teams go yep they're going to give me some trouble they're going to give me some trouble but if i manage it they'll put up this many points that that is how much of a premium uh talent is at in this league he's got it man he's got it he's what he's been and before anybody says the leafs no Leafs I, well, I don't think that makes sense for either party. No, no. Leafs, and the Leafs have, may have cap issues anyway because they've taken on a lot of salary recently. Um, however, the Joffrey Lupul thing may change things. <laughs> um, Who knows? Who uh, knows? That said, you know he wants to go to a winning team. So of the winning teams, like here's Who what, doesn't? Who here's, doesn't? Yes. Okay. So here's here's a thought. If you go to Detroit super cheap for the first year, right? You sign a one year contract. Datsuk is leaving. Does that make Datsuk stay? I was just going to say that, Jesse. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, they played on uh, Red Army together during the lockout. Now, Datsuk mm-hmm. is going home because of his daughter. So I don't think that makes him stay. He wants to be closer to his daughter. I, I just don't think that him, his friend coming uh-huh. to the NHL would keep him in Detroit. But if I'm Ken Holland and I want to replace those points and I've got a pretty good culture, from what I understand, Detroit's culture is still pretty, like a pretty good dressing room culture. Mm, Ken Holland seemed pretty pissed. <laughs> well, he doesn't like to lose, but it doesn't mean that the culture is broken, right? You've still got Zetterberg there, and maybe, yeah, maybe Dadzuk staying would be great, but think about what that does. I mean, that props Detroit right back up again. I'm looking at uh, Radulov right now. He finished second in the KHL in scoring this year. <laughs> Uh, last year. Who won it, by the way? Who won Sergey Moizakin. And there's another guy who I don't understand why he hasn't made the jump to the NHL. He was like a eighth-round pick of the Blue Jackets, and every year he's top five in KHL scoring. Uh, last year, Radulov won the scoring title in the KHL. Uh, Sergey Moizakin won it the year before that. God, God, whoever gets him is going to get a good player, but you just got to be sure. You just got to be sure. Now, I wonder if things would have worked out better in Nashville last time around if he was there the whole season. It wasn't just a, I just got here. Yeah. Sort of thing. So he wasn't really invested in the team the way that other players would have been, right? If he puts down roots a little bit, I'm in this for the long haul. I wonder if you get a different guy. I wonder if you get a different player, which is kind of why I wonder, for as much as we make fun of him, I wonder if he'd be best under Patrick Waugh. Patrick Watt knows how to handle this guy, clearly. He does? From uh, his days in the QMJHL. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, and Patrick Watt, it's so funny. Sometimes it takes it takes fiery people to handle fiery people. Mm-hmm. 
Like you need you need a guy who is just as cantankerous as a coach to hire, to to I guess mute the guy who's a little bit rebellious as the player. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the guy the guy who's the coach is saying you're not pulling anything on me, right? I, I'm I've just been there. as crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just as crazy. Exactly. So I I think it'll be very interesting to watch and see where that goes. That will be interesting. Now, if I can just throw a little water on the, on the fire that I've created. Okay. So this year in the KHL regular season points leader Sergey Mozakin 67 points. 67 boo. Second place Alex Radulov 65 points. Third place Brandon Bochensky. Whoa, I remember that name. Why do I know that name? I, know I think he played, he played for the Avalanche. He he was like the next big thing for a while and until he was not. Uh Fourth place, Vadim Shipachov. I don't know if he ever played in the NHL. Fifth place, Oilers cast off Linus Omark. Linus Omark's playing the KHL now? You bet. I. You want to know who... Damn, the, I thought he was still pretty young. Want to know who the top scoring defenseman was in the AHL? Or KHL, sorry? Yes, I do. The By the way, the top four scoring defensemen in the KHL, all North American, with 40 points, 9 goals, 31 assists in 55 games... Former third overall pick, Cam Barker. Oh, wow. Cam Barker. Now, Kevin Dahlman was tied with him. Do NHL, He's always up there. Do NHL teams look at the top 10 and go, we should rate their top 10? I kind of think they should. Like, just just for cheap. Like, why wouldn't why wouldn't anyone, unless Moizakin doesn't want to leave the KHL, which isn't, it sounds like it's impossible. I like, would, it, I would, it's got to be. It's got to be that he doesn't want to go. He was part of the best line in hockey during the lockout, in my opinion. Well, okay, there was two. It was Komarov with Nicholas Backstrom and Alex Ovechkin. Which is crazy. Crazy. <laughs> and then there was uh, Kuhleman with Malkin and Moizakin. It was a great line, man. It was a great line. What What would... What would an NHL player... Sorry, what would a KHL player have to gain from staying in Russia? Is it is it a comfort? Is it a home thing? Is it a like yeah, you know what? I like I enjoy it here. Like I got a good life. You you know, I think I think not that Russia's bad. I'm not trying to say that. No, but I I think I remember reading an interview uh, uh, with Sergey Kostitsin, and he was talking about he didn't like the lifestyle in Nashville. He didn't like the lifestyle. Didn't kind of like the American Midwest whatever. The team he ended up playing for is Avangard Omsk. Omsk is in Siberia! But home is where the heart is. You know? He likes it there. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Travis Hamanick is on a great team with the New York Islanders. It's great a team. team that is budding, you could argue. They're in the second round of the playoffs right now. Before the season began, he requested a trade to Western Canada. Is there a worse place to play hockey right now? But he wants to go there. That's where he wants to go. You know why? It's home. That's where he wants to be. Is what it is, man. It happens here. Happens in the KHL. Happens all over the place. I don't know. Top player in the KHL, and he can't get a big fat contract from the NHL. Hey, like at least a couple years. You're playing. You're playing sports for a living. You're good at it. You're having a good time. You're making a lot of money. Um, I've I've asked this question on the podcast before. How much is enough? How much is enough? Like if someone offered me four million dollars a year to do something and then someone was like okay Steve I'll give you seven million 
to do something you don't like as much. And you and you won't be as happy. What? What? You know how much money four million dollars is? I'll take the four million dollar gig. I come from peasant roots, Adam Wild. I come from peasant roots. Okay, that, is that the reason Steve's not in the NHL? Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> that is by the way the sole reason. That's it has the nothing only to reason. do with fitness, no skating ability, talent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. But I'm going to argue this one. I'm just going to be play devil's do advocate. It. Okay, do so it. so that seven million dollar offer happens to come from a place where the average temperature is 30 degrees higher every single day of the year than the place that you grew up. What if I like the cold? Who likes the cold? Is Some there anybody that like likes the cold? cold? Some, like legitimately you're like, yes, the cold. Some goofy Please people, give me the cold. Adam, some goofy people. They like the cold, man. Some people can deal with it better. Why doesn't everyone from the UK just move to Florida? Like, or why Spain. not? It or rains Spain. there all the time, and in Florida, it's nice and sunny. Like, why Why not? They like it there. A lot of people like it there. And if they don't like it there, they move. Right. And, and I guess what, what did Leo Komarov say? He loved, <laughs> he loved Finland, it, or he loved Winnipeg because it reminded him of Finland? Yeah, and no offense, no one loves Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> but it reminds him of Finland. It reminds him of home. I don't think if anybody offered a KHL player $3 million more than what they're making, they would turn it down. It's $3 million, man. It's $3 million. That's a lot of money. Yes. I don't think anybody's going to guys and being like, hey, raise your salary $3 million, and they're saying, no, I'm not coming to the NHL. I don't think anybody's doing that. $3 million is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. But like, what about one? What about $1 million? And think, I'm already a millionaire. Any, I don't think anybody's offering $1 because it wouldn't be No, no, like I'm saying, anybody. I make four in the KHL. And, and I could go, come to yeah, North America and make five. I don't think anybody's offering that. I don't think anybody's saying, hey, I'll pay you one million. If they're going to try and lure you here, they're going to offer $3 million more and somebody's going to say yes. If you're happy. Yeah. But I don't. I, I wonder what's happened with Moise Atkin. Like, that is an interesting question. Why has he not? I'm sure he's had offers. How could he not have had offers, right? That, hmm. that has to be the case. I'm sure the Russian reporters that listen to this show, and there are several, could probably tell us. And I would love to know that answer. Yeah. Colin Lynch, I need you on this one, um, my my Latvian friend. Uh, also, I think maybe we should mention. Can we mention that um, Conor McGregor is back for UFC two hundred? <laughs> UFC, like no, yeah, but not in that fight. So, what's the deal? Can you explain that one yeah. to me? How's it? Uh, Dana uh, Dana White is a bag of rocks. Is the deal like uh, how are you going to have them both fight at UFC two hundred, not each other? Who's Conor McGregor going to fight? Who's he gonna fight? You already got Aldo and uh, what's his what's his face? Frankie Edgar. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop it! It it's, makes no sense. You can make UFC 200 the best card in the history of the sport. What are you doing? What are you doing? Imagine if at UFC 200 we got McGregor Diaz and Jones Cormier. It's and probably gonna happen. Isn't there also so so? But isn't but Tate no- fighting someone? Um, no, I'll, I'll bring it up. Look, look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way that Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz fight in this, in this. They'll do it. They're going to end up doing it. They're just teasing us. They gotta be. What are the chances this entire thing was a ploy? <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. Amazing. Incredible. Cause it just, cause here's what it does. It did. It helped the UFC's image. It helped Conor McGregor's image and it generated interest in the sport. I don't see where there could have been a bad thing here. And Tate's whether, fighting Nunez. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
So whether he's in on it or not, um, Diaz means what he says. And when he says, I only want to fight McGregor, I believe him. And that's what he deserves. I don't think he needs the money. I don't think he needs to get punched in the face. He wants Conor McGregor. That's who he wants. He wants the payday. Give it to him. Give it to the fans! Driving me nuts with this garbage. We gotta go on Sportsnet 590 the fan, uh, but in the in the in the download portion of this podcast, which you can get at sportsnet.ca or in iTunes, uh, we have some Reddit things to address. Some big, scary Reddit things to address, plus a new sandwich debate. Remember hot dog is a sandwich? We've got a new one for you. Yeah. You're missing out if you're not downloading. Ooh, Adam. Jesse just pointed me to a tweet right before we go. What? From Nate Diaz, happy to announce that I'm going on vacation. Hashtag gone. Hashtag 100. Peace symbol. Whoa. It's Nate Diaz, man. I'm not surprised, Nate Diaz. Hey, remember last year when the Leafs made a nondescript trade with the Florida Panthers? I just saw that, Adam. Do you want to read it out? (laughs) This is great. Ouch. No disrespect, but what a trade this turned out to be. And it's Greg McKegg on waivers for the Florida Panthers. That's a bummer. Yeah, what did... Uh... Well, I think they got to put him on waivers in order to send him down. Right. And I assume Florida's farm team is still in the Calder Cup playoffs. I actually forget who their farm team is because it switched <laughs> a bunch of times recently. Okay. I want to say Rochester, or at least that's who it was at last, last so, time I checked. But but let's <laughs> let's think about this just for a second here. You should um, probably know that. But... Um, who did we get for Greg McKay? Well, I'm a young whippersnapper. Well, first, the Leafs also had to give up a conditional seventh. Devastating. Uh, but the guy they got in return, Zach Hyman, who is undoubtedly, barring injury, going to make the Leafs out of camp next year. Sheldon Keefe cannot shut up about this guy. Uh, Babcock loves him. The Leafs organization loves Zach Hyman. They are so in love with this guy. But you know what? Zach Hyman didn't just play in the NHL playoffs. Oh, no? So I'll, I'll give that to Florida. Oh, I won Mr. McKegg. Did McKegg? Okay. Well, yeah, well. Well, well. Although right. Zach Hyman's uh, Toronto Marlies are up 2 nothing on the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. That, friends, is great asset management. Sorry, 2 nothing. 2 nothing. They won both games on the road, and now game three is on Thursday in Tirana. In Tirana. Yeah, in Tirana. It's the Portland Pirates, by the way. Portland Pirates. Oh, you know what? I knew that. Oh, wait. We saw them. Yes, we did. And we, and we saw Greg McKegg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wait, uh, yes. oh, well. Yeah. I wanted to, uh, we got to mention a, like a couple of house cleaning things. First off, uh, skategreat.org, as we always do. Oh, goodness. We must mention them. They're fantastic. Skategreat.org, uh, over 100 donation centers across the country. Please drop off all your used and abused hockey equipment. They'll take it. They'll take it. And they will Mo- fix it. Mostly skates. Um, the other thing I want to mention is the CWHL's Pave the Way. What? Now, I am the only one on this show responsible enough to have set up my donation page for the Clarkson Cupcakes. Uh, I, to be fair, just got the email last night because, yes, because it was sent to the J in It was name. sent to Essie Blake, not Jesse <laughs> oh, Blake. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's true. Steve and so, I have had this for weeks. So... Don't group me with Steve. But we have a we have wow! a we have a team called the Clarkson Cupcakes, named by one Sasky Stewart. Mm. We will be playing against CWHL players. Oh wait, in really? ball hockey tournaments. Yes, it says in the email that Sasky <laughs> sent us that Natalie Spooner has a team 
and she'll be playing. Well, we are going to get Natalie smoked. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to get a CWHL All-Star on our team as well. There's a chance that that happens. Can we get an NHL All-Star? I, I'm going to go we... with dibs on MPP. Well, I don't think Marie MVP, Philippe, the MVP, well, Marie Philippe Poulin. We'll see what happens. We'll see Zins what happens. on Andrew Peters. <laughs> well, we do need a sheriff, right? Yeah. We do need a sheriff. Mm. Um, so mm. the idea here is that we're going to raise money for the CWHL, which is, yes, professional hockey, but also a uh, nonprofit organization. Yes. And the reason that we're doing this is because we are committed on the show to growing the women's side of the game. We always have been, always will be. Um, and quite frankly, I mean, it's got there are challenges to starting a league, a professional league in this era. It's not easy to do. And doing it the right way. CWHL, for the most part, is stuck to their guns. Uh, even in the midst of the NWHL, just being like, what up, we're here now. Yeah. Um, they've made they've made some big leaps and bounds. Uh, and I hope uh, for continued success, continued growth. We were at their uh, their All Star Game this year, and it's it's amazing hockey. So if you're just a hockey fan, it's great. Remember when we were both like, "Dude, who is that flying out there? Who is that young? That's probably like a youngster." Mm-hmm. It was Haley Wickenheiser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holy, who's still playing and still kicking ass? Yeah. Unbelievable, unbelievable, still, still. so so good. So here's the deal. One of the one of the stats that stuck out to me in Saski's email. Um, and, and one of the things that I really noticed at the game was, first off, if I'm ever a, 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 the father of uh, little girls, I will, ho- I, I will encourage them to play sports. But one of the stats that killed me that I read was that women and young, young women between the ages of 13 and 17, 41% of them stop playing because there's nowhere to take it. Because there is no professional game. There's nowhere, there's nobody for them to look up to. And if you look outside of really, I mean, women's professionals, I mean, soccer, which, you know, really is just the FIFA tournament, you know, every four years and that sort of thing. You have some, some stars come out of that. There's that, there's the WNBA, the, the, you know, tennis, tennis? golf. Mm-hmm. Um, but golf. other than that, there is, we are really lacking when it comes to basketball, when it comes to hockey. I know the NW, every, WNBA. Basically. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I, I think it's time that we got behind something that changes that. This does that. I have a donation page set up. Steve will. Jesse will as well. I'm not sure when, but eventually they will. And we're trying to raise as a team $5,000. I set my personal goal at $500 to see how that went. I posted my donation page last night. I think I'm at $490. So that was amazing. So you're not even there yet. No. That, no. But oh, that what was, are you bragging oh, about? Bad. That was 12 hours ago, Why guys. Are you letting everybody down? No. That was amazing. That. <laughs> so I'm hoping that maybe you can help us out with the donations and uh, and you know obviously just go to uh, my Instagram account. It's actually right in my Instagram bio, just at Adam Wild on Instagram. I, I think maybe before I leave today, m- my friend Adam might help me set up my page. It's really not that hard. Yeah, but but like maybe it could be even less. <laughs> hard. Or maybe the instructions are in Sasky's email if you don't bother to read <sighs> don't it. Make me read. Here's the great thing. Don't make me read. Here, here's what I want you to do too. Make sure that you tweet this part of the show to Sasky just so she knows how how thoroughly Steve reads her emails. Oh, oh, very. Because <laughs> well, here, wait, 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 wait. Is wait. it even open? I got, I got her. Did you I open read. it? Did you even Did open, you it? open it? No, I opened it. I opened it, and I knew I was in trouble. Uh, because what did she? Because there's a paragraph or two. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! The one I read, there was no paragraph. <laughs> Didn't even open the right email. Where? Did, okay. <laughs> what does it say? The email has. <laughs> 
Uh, the subject is hi, period. <laughs> <laughs> the contents of the email, not so, de- uh, not so gentle nudge. Oh, yeah. No, no. But did you read the one before that? The one where she asked us to be on the team and be a part of it? Hello, Cupcake Crew? Yeah, that's us. Are We're you the opening cupcake that crew. for the first time? I mean... He opened that for the first time. So, Sasky, just so you know, your email is red. Uncle Adam's taking care of it. I mean... <laughs> that's why they call me Dadam. I'm going to be there. Gotta, you will be there. May 15th, we got Ontario race Place. With cupcakes on. Yep. May 15th, Ontario Place. That's important, that's too. Sunday. Um, and that weekend's going to be a little bit bananas because <laughs> the gardener's closed. So, um, we, Isn't that where we're playing? On the gardener? Isn't that why they closed it? No, we no. Get, Ontario Place is not the gardener. <laughs> we get a whole lane no, for it's, No, it's construction. It's, it's I fun. paused for a brief moment. I was like, that's sick. <laughs> That'd be I cool. I thought you were... No, no. They no, saved that for Jesse cherry for rides. <laughs> um, no, the, uh, so this one, uh, this will be at Ontario Place. It's going to be lots of fun. If you can be there, that would be great. Um, and again, uh, look for our donation URLs to come out. Ten bucks helps. If you can, if you can spare Jeff? ten bucks, we got Jeff. On Jeff Vallette, uh, Jeff Vallette, sorry, yes. Vallette. Vallette is it coming out? And I believe we're we're still working on some new teammates as well. That's sick. I can I can run. That's about it. But once once I get the ball, I'm kind of useless. <laughs> Jeff actually messaged me on Twitter last night, and he's like, "I'm just going to try to be the guy that doesn't hold you guys back." I'm like, "What? Uh, hey, man, you played road uh, hockey in the last decade, me. man. Excuse you, me. You you uh, <laughs> That's going to be me. I'm going to be terrible. I'm sorry. That's Jeff. <laughs> Jeff's like Ron Burgundy, like oh, I oh my god, I don't, I don't even play any instruments. And then he pulls the jazz flute out of his sleeve. Oh, I'm, I'm not even prepared. <laughs> I'm not even. And then he's like the sickest one out there, dude. Yeah. He was sick when he was Big Jeff, when he was Big Jeff, and then he cut himself in half and was half Jeff, and then he had half all Jeff. the hands of Big Jeff, but with the mobility of half Jeff, and he was just destroying worlds. So he became dangerous, Jeff. He became. Dane Jeff. Dane Jeff. <laughs> no. All right. Um, no. Another thing I want to bring up is there is a there is a hockey Reddit thread that it says Gary Bettman on Barclays. My understanding is there are fifteen thousand good seats in Barclays. Whatever the number that are obstructive uh, obstructed, that's irrelevant. And by the way, for anybody wondering, the Tavares two Tavares goals that ended the series were on the non-obstructed side of the ice. Oh. Just thought I'd throw that out there. If they were on the obstructed side of the ice, you can bet that this would be a bigger issue. So here's the this that's the that's what Gary Bettman said. Fifteen thousand people can see it, and a few people can't. That's irrelevant. They're irrelevant. And by the way, buying tickets means that you are irrelevant. It do, it matters not how your experience is, a court, because that's what he is saying. You, you know what's irrelevant to me? Okay, because I think the line is still blurred with me between media and fan. I think I still side more with the fan side of it all. You know what's irrelevant? Anything Gary Bettman says. Like, I would love to just, like, go out and get bombed with that dude and have the first genuine conversation of his entire human life. Like, has he said anything you thought was genuine ever once? Well, no one says that other than a, an automaton. <laughs> Who? What non-robotic human thinks that way? I don't. I don't know. What non? Because he's thinking money. He's thinking money way. Terminator cyborg. No, no, no. I don't. No, I'm giving him the credit that no human being thinks that way. No human being actually thinks that stupidly. No human being says that. No he's human being says money. no one cares about the about the friggin' start time of the Chicago game. He doesn't believe any of the things he says. It's like I said, Adam, before. Da, 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 he's the dartboard. Here, throw it over here. Throw it over here. 
I would love to just have that guy just speak his mind. Wouldn't it be so sick to just be like, Gary, here, look, and just, you know, throw your phone in a, in a pot of boiling water and be like, look, check me for wires, nothing on me. I'm not going to repeat any of this. Let's just talk. Let's just have a genuine conversation. Wouldn't it be amazing? Like 10 minutes, just see what you get. Out of I would love to know. And just, and you'll never share it with anyone. You just know it. Love to know. I don't think he, I, I don't care what he has to say. Cause I don't believe any of it. The only reason it's valid at all is cause I get to go, wow, he said that. <laughs> Not wow, he means that. Just wow, he said that. Is Gary Benton married? I don't know. No. I don't know. The, I would have to know something about him and his actual. I don't know anything about him. No, yeah. I think about, I, I couldn't even. Isn't I, that good though? I, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I won't fault want? him for that. Yeah. I won't fault him for that. Like some Brilliant people that want way. their privacy. Steve yeah. like, said it many times. He does a great job for the owners. Yeah. He does a great job, and it's amazing to see what money can buy. The, the, the money money can buy you never actually saying anything ever. Yep. Now money the, money can just make you a the town crier. He's the, the town crier for the NHL. The best so part. It's amazing. All those years in school and all the time invested in 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 his in his career, and he's the town crier. Yeah. God. But he makes $8 million a year. What a shame. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Um, The best part about this. What can money buy? There's your answer. Um, Steven, for the third time, the best part about this. Sorry, I'm just so annoyed. Just so (laughs) annoyed. I know you're mad, but I'm going to make you happy. (laughs) If you bought obstructed seats, well, I mean, fuck you. (laughs) You know, just kind of shove it up your ass and fuck you. Here's a scarf. Well, it's funny that you say that because the first comment on that thread was, shut up, here's a scarf, go Nets. That, and that coming in from user Gary B. From, <laughs> and then the next reference, or the next one was, nice reference, you POS. <laughs> and then the next comment, he knows a little more, he knows more about the Barclays Center than anyone else. As in Mark Madden. Oh, is, there you go. That took me a second. And then, it's, and then it said, where is this guy's hockey DB page? On his blog? <laughs> what Reddit is this on? What subreddit? Remember Our when? Hockey. And then, and then. Wow! Eh? Remember when Larry Roberts bunted in 1961? <laughs> <laughs> and then, in, and then in bold and caps, the end of the obstructed era in Brooklyn. And then the next comment: Can I borrow someone's printer? One sec, I'll upload my mortgage papers. <laughs> the next comment: I dropped my keys on Lakeshore. The next comment: Okay, guys, we have a serious problem here. I've only seen one review for this deck cleaning service. <laughs> The next comment, while your deck is getting cleaned, can I borrow your Metro Pass for like a few hours tops? The next comment, may God help them all. <laughs> the next comment, is that God's job? It just keeps going and going and going. It was, this is a hockey Reddit thread that is all SDP listeners. It just, and well like, done. it's just literally the next one. It is over. And it's like, it's just... It keeps going and going. I, I I was blown away. See, now, do you not feel happier? Oh, I feel so much happier. You're, you're not irrelevant. You're not irrelevant. I, you know, it's great to hear something from people who are not just empty husks. Like, it's, it's so great. <laughs> Non-town it's, criers? Non-town criers. They're, they're Reddit, Reddit criers. There you go. They're, they're, just, they're having fun. They're having fun. I like it. Isn't that what this is all about? See, I love. You know what? You know what? They probably sent all those comments from the obstructed seating in Barclays Center because there's nothing else to do because they can't fucking see. Well, and they actually made reference to that. They're like, I don't understand the problem, and this was something we talked about on the podcast. Why don't they just watch the game on their phone 
when it enters the part of the ice, he can't see. Oh my sing. god, is that a reference too? <laughs> that's a reference. And, then, ah! that's a good and one. then Jesse came in with this one, and I don't know if this person knows that it's an STP reference, but Jesse told us this. Not me. Local games. At, no, at the at the time on the podcast. Oh, local games are blocked out on Game Center, so you can't. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's just. It was like wow. But once again, this thread is amazing. But, but once again, if, if if I can finish, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, let me ask you a question. You want to watch the game? Yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I know you're in the arena, and then you paid money. Yeah, but you know, gotta go fuck yourself. A little bit. A little What's bit. Go fuck yourself. What's the line? Mm, fuck you. Oh, shut up. Here's the scoff. Fuck you. <laughs> I think it's what it is. <laughs> I believe it's Go Nets, but hey, that oh, works. Oh, Go Nets, whatever. Uh, They're NBA. You forgot your own line? No, 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 Adam, I knew. Oh, okay. But I was I'm fucking method acting, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting into character. I'm sorry. You know what was funny the first time we talked about this? Is that I was the one who was upset by it, and you were the one who was making fun of it. And now... It's the roles are reversed. You're mad, and I'm like, but there's this great thing that came out of it. No, 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 that's hilarious. I, you know what? I've been grumpy lately, but like, also, just I would love, love to hear him. Like, I would love to have a genuine opinion from him on on anything, anything. Ah, oh, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of Kanye's new album. Like, what? 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 <laughs> That's so weird. That you so first of all, Jesse he, wants to fight you. Is, is Gary all, Bettman Becky with the nice hair? That's what I would like to know. Right? Am I, was, I right? Did I we get reading, that? I was reading all about that yesterday. Okay, good. It was all, it was all the rave <laughs> of the internet. But, you know, two and a half men is pretty overrated. Like, I would just... <laughs> I would have to agree with Gary Bettman oh on that. Oh my goodness. It is overrated, sir. This weather's bullshit. What? Do you think he swears? Oh, yeah. All the time. Sure. Yeah. He's a New Yorker. I can't wait. I can't wait till Gary Bettman retires. At that point, he's going to have to come on our show. No, I don't. I think, want, I think he'd go into hiding. No, you write a book with a with a the cover of the book is you wearing a polar fleece, and you tell stories that reveal absolutely nothing. Nothing. I don't think you hear a peep out of him. You might get a couple interesting, like oh, during the lockout, this player said a nasty thing to me during negotiations. You might get a couple. Yeah, you go, here you go. But for the most part, hey, you get nothing from this book. Thanks for the money. Fuck you. Go Nets. Kind of fuck you. Go Nets. By the way, bigger Nets? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just so... It's just weird. I've started to think more and more about, like, what is news? Like, what What are quotes and what are, what is news? I don't think they're the same. They're not. I don't think one is necessarily the other. Quotes from him are not news. Um, information is news. He never gives me information. He just kind of... Unless there's a rule change. It might as well be binary ones and zeros. <laughs> like, it, I don't know. I just, I'm just so fed up. I'm so fed up. How long has he been in charge? A quarter century? Holy fuck. 1993. I'm, I'm just... Don't you want to be free of this? Don't you? I would like to have a commissioner like Adam Silver. Because yes, Adam Silver is a guy that you can stand behind, at least right now. He's a guy that stands up for social causes. It's the one league that has fans going, damn, I think I like the commissioner. Yeah. Okay, what about the complete opposite, Dana White? He's the opposite, Gary Bettman. Now, there's, there's too many opinions. There's fuck you. But Gary, <laughs> Dana White is smart because I think Dana White has the same approach as Gary Bettman, as in his opinions mean nothing, but Dana White's doing it to... Um, to promote the sport. Mm. Dana White does that because Dana White's a UFC personality, and he's the guy 
truly, before I knew any of the fighters in UFC, I knew who Dana White was. And that is Dana White's job. He is a promoter as much as he is the guy that runs the sport. And that's where it differs. I think after Dana White retires, then the UFC commissioner will be a little bit more like a Gary Bettman. Um, And I think Dana White says the things, and I don't mean to say that what he says doesn't matter. He smokescreens things. He says things that he knows will start fires because that's what you're supposed to do. You're a promoter. A more accurate... um uh, comparison, I think, would be Mark Cuban, because Dana yeah. White is actually the owner. Did you he's see? actually the owner? Whereas Batman, he doesn't own shit. He's the dartboard. Did he's you a see? Dartboard for thirty or some odd men. Did you see Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook uh, and their press conference? Yeah. Did I did I not tell you about that that article? That um, look it up. God, I can't remember who wrote it, but it was basically one day the Oklahoma City Thunder were just like fuck the media, fuck them all. We don't care, and they all just like had a revolt and they like barely talked to them. You got to look it up. And, it, and it's basically a reporter going, so uh, working through it, trying to figure out when it happened, when it all re- went wrong. And he can't really find it. Really? Yeah. But it's, it's Kevin Durant has had a few quotes like that over the last two years where he's just like, you know, so-and-so is an idiot. I, I mean, I know he was talking about a coach there. He's but talking like, about Cuban. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, owner. sorry. Yeah. He's talking about Cuban there. But did you see the other one? Um, we're like mid sentence. He just goes, you know, reporters like, you know, you guys are fucking assholes to Kobe, and you have been your whole whole career. Yeah, and stuff I remember like that. that quote. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. And, he, and he's like, now you're honoring him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just he doesn't here's, give a shit. Here's the I kind of like it. I, eh. For anybody that hasn't heard it, I want you to hear it. So here it is. Were you aware of Mark Cuban's comments before the game when he said Kevin was the only superstar on this team? And by the way, it's Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant sitting at the at the table. Uh, after the game. And how, how do you react to that? Hold up. He's an idiot. This is Kevin Durant. Listen to this. He's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. You know, he's an idiot. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know who the reporter <laughs> is going to Twitter My favorite thing here is they, they torched Charlie Villanueva, former Raptor here, oh, too. Yeah. Check this out. Charlie Villanueva oh, came out and sort of lingered behind you for a second. Did you know he was back there and did he say anything or what yeah, was going through said, your mind? He said a lot. He's he was an idiot, there, too. You know, but now he gets to go home and do whatever he can to do. Get ready for next year to sit down and watch more 80, 82 more games like he did this no. year. We're not even be in the league. Shoot! Love this it. Caillou looking face. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! So that is a Raptors it. draft pick. He drives a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> <laughs> I can do 20 push-ups. I'm a man. I'm 40. Gentlemen. I can do 20. No, what is it? I can do 100 push-ups in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, I have a question. Do we want to reignite the sandwich debate? Because I have a question. Let's do it. That will reignite the sandwich debate and will, I think, maybe cause a heated divide once again between uh, our family, the listeners, ourselves, so many issues. More heated than Strowman was last night? More heated than Strowman was last night after Brett Cecil blew his fourth game. Um, It has to do with the entire sandwich. the, the entire sandwich argument. If Jesse, if you say that this is a sandwich, okay, then it blows hot dog as a sandwich out of the water. So you got to be very careful here. I I completely disagree though. Because your and this comes from Martin Brown, a listener from Halifax. Because this is this is this is a game changer. 
So at a, in, a, in a restaurant, especially a pub, you can go to a pub. A poob. A poob. You can go to the poob. And you can and you can get meat on a sandwich, right? Meat on bread, right? Let's say it's onion. Let's say it's some beef. Let's a, say A beef dip. Yeah. A beef dip. Let's say, though, there's no top piece of bread. It is an open-faced sandwich covered in gravy. What? Is it still, in fact, a sandwich? Well, what do you call it if it isn't? Just it's like a, eating a cracker. Just a bunch of shit. Well, it's not. Have you ever had an open-faced sandwich? No. That's They're the, delicious. You're eating a cracker. But is it? No. I mean, it's, there's a big, thick piece of bread underneath it. And then there's stuff on top of it, and it's 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 a heaping mound. Not, is an open faced sandwich still a sandwich? No. Okay, now fold it. Then you're making you're turning it into a sandwich. <laughs> so it just magically it, becomes it's a one. Pizza sandwich. No, if you fold it, I guess it is. That's a panzerotti. You made it into a sandwich. That's a panzerotti. That's a panzerotti. No, Adam, it's a fucking sandwich. <laughs> Jesse just told me. Jesse just told me it's a sandwich. You fold anything. If you put. You fold anything. Hey, look at this lid. Look what I'm doing with this lid. Oh, shit. Now it's a sandwich. That's just, Tupperware, sir. I, I just ruined Adam's Tupperware. It's okay. It, it's Tupperware. It'll survive. Anyone got a piece of paper? Look at that. Look at that. It's a sandwich now. No. It, look at that. This, this thing you're talking about. If I, if I put, an open face sandwich. If I put a piece of cheese had. in never, this. Okay. Just, the, the fact it's a that Jesse has never had a good open face sandwich. No, you've been you, robbed, sir. You are taking a piece of bread and putting stuff on it and eating it like a piece of bread. But you eat it with a knife and fork normally. Which is essentially eating something like a cracker. Just putting stuff on a cracker so it's not a sandwich what if i put what if i what if it's bread what if it's cracker cheese cracker is that now a cheese cracker sandwich yes like lunchables what are you talking about (laughs) it's like lunchables what are you talking about no but because you're just you can't have something open and just eat it like this now let me sandwich let me it's an oreo (laughs) sandwich yeah, it's a little cookie sandwich. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> now let me let me let's talk about let's talk about tacos for a minute because this this matters because a wrap a taco is a taco a hot dog a taco is a taco right <laughs> ceviche though is like an open face sandwich of the taco family ceviche is the hard um, the hard circular stuff that has stuff on top of it a but cracker. it's not a but it is not an actual taco it's a ceviche. So it's like bruschetta. So oh, I'm, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, bruschetta. Bruschetta is delicious. Bruschetta. Bruschetta. is no bruschetta. Uh, that's what I have to say. I love All I know I'm just is. saying, is, is it an open-faced sandwich? Yes, yes or no? Is, is that a sandwich? Uh, no. Not no, a sandwich. No, no, Steve, no. is it a sandwich? Unless you want to qualify, you want to make sandwich brackets and be like, yeah, this is an open-faced sandwich. This is a pizza sandwich. This is a cracker sandwich. This is a cookie No. Either it's a sandwich or a Is sandwich. an ice cream sandwich a sandwich? What What did you say? call it? Motherfucker. There you go. <laughs> you said it. Wow. I, is a seahorse a horse? You said it. God damn it, Jesse! <laughs> I am so sick of this shit! No, it is fucking not! It's a goddamn seahorse. It has nothing to do with a horse. It's just a weird, fishy thing. That's a horse. It looks nothing. No, it kind of looks like a horse, but it's a fish. The males give birth. That's the only thing that's interesting about them. They're not a horse. That is chicken of the sea tuna chicken? I, you've confused what, me. What did you call it, Adam? Chicken, what did you call it? Chicken of well, the sea. fucking chicken. <laughs> so which it's means if you, have a, if you have a fish allergy, don't worry, fam. Oh, see, that's, that's chicken. Jesse said it. He that's said it's chicken. Brand. Just fuck it. It's fine. You're good. No, no. You can't, you can't just say, oh, this thing has only one side and it's a sandwich. No. You gotta have two sides to it. It's just it's one piece of bread. How is it a sandwich? It's one piece of bread. It's one piece. Nah, of bread. but it's two because they're folded on top of each other, and then you put the meat inside. 
You're not putting any. You can't put anything inside of oh, one thing I that has only quit. one side. I quit. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that yeah. You can't put anything inside that only has one side, so it can't be a sandwich. Thank you. Is a Big Mac two sandwiches? Okay, here's a question. Here's a question. No, it's one big one. But it's got layers. So the thing that makes a sandwich that a sandwich a is, is having <laughs> is a cake a sandwich is a cake an icing sandwich <laughs> an icing. Well, that's it is no. It would have to be right. It, it is would not. have to it be is. no. We're eating my birthday cake right now. There yeah. are layers. A cupcake is an open faced cake sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> and a cake is a, just a cake sandwich. That see, that's just too. That's ridiculous. Dude. Let's not. Let's not play in that world. <laughs> if you have a seahorse-shaped cake, <laughs> covered in tuna, cake sandwich, covered in tuna, is it chicken? <laughs> <laughs> hey, are we doing what's up in Liberty Village today? We are not. We're not. Okay, uh, we're... Uh, we do have something from sort of in-game promotions, more of promotions that really make no sense. All right, all right, all right. The New Jersey Devils have decided to play. Will it bounce? What does "will it bounce" mean? Hmm. It's weird that they're planning their in-game promotions this many months ahead. Will it bounce? Yeah. Uh, so they're going to throw random stuff at the at the ice and see if it'll bounce? What, what's your guess? That's what I'm assuming. I think, no, it's the off-season, so they're bored. They're going to huck stuff off of some kind of roof and see if it bounces in like the company parking lot where they have all their cup parades. I wonder if, if the Leafs could lend their toaster. The New Jersey Devils yeah. have gone to the top of the Prudential Center wow! and thrown oh, things off everybody. of the roof because why not? That's really weird. The New Jersey By Devil way, throws some mustard, it he is... throws some Windex, and he throws some flour. By the way, the, that is the, so bizarre that less than a thousand people liked that on Instagram. Well, there's a reason people didn't really like it. Because it's pointless it, it's very pointless they literally just took things they had around the office still because it was cleaned out because there's nothing happening there right now mm-hmm. and then it, no bounce yeah we like, the no. windex didn't no, they sat the mascot down and said listen we have you we're paying you till the end of the playoffs mm-hmm. you better come up with some da- some gd content okay some gosh darn content otherwise you're fired that's what happened. No, I think what and, happened and, and, was they and, were all sitting there, got bombed. No, and had the a, owner had a rant about Gary Batman, and the devil he wasn't there. So the devil's owner landed his helicopter on multiple games, on multiple soccer. Hot games. Wheels heater kicks down the door and goes, "All right, let's throw stuff into Lake Eugene." And they're like, "That's hours away." He's like, "All right, let's throw stuff off the roof." And that's what they did. You think so? Huh? Just threw Windex. Like they could have, you could have got like a, a watermelon. Would have been really interesting, like a heavy medicine ball but or they, something. They, Maybe they something hockey related. Maybe a puck. <laughs> I just don't get it. Uh, Ily Kovalchuk's contract. That would have been funny. That would have been funny. <laughs> wow. See, this a is bobblehead of the devil. This is the fun of hey, that. Or an old Eric Lindros bobblehead. Just just to rub it in. If the devil could throw off his devil trident, accidentally stab someone at the bottom, they run off, it's the end of the video, a little comedy in there, a little dark comedy. Well, see, this is why you're the master of, of mm-hmm. the video content on the, online. Uh, you know, I'm just a really good producer. Should we do the press conference then? Yes, unless you want to do presents from listeners first. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Hey, so we got, a, we got presents from listeners. We did? Yeah. And I want to first read the card. To should, you. I, should I cover my eyes? Uh, 
Actually, you don't need to cover your eyes. I don't think I deserve a present. I we're actually going to open this all this together. Episode. So, so just give me a sec here. I'm just going to I'm going to open this. If you guys don't mind stretching for time, that'd be fabulous. Steve. All right. I have a there's a bone to pick with you on on Reddit. Oh, oh I bet, I bet wait, is this is. a press conference thing? It's not really. No, I we, bet it's really concise. Yeah, we can we can do it after. I I'm, just, I'm just really... warning. I'm just warning you. Okay, that someone is coming for your neck. Oh, all right. No touching your presence. Okay. No touching your presence. I'm, I'm not gonna. Uh... No, no touching your presence. No touching your presence. No touching. Your I'm not a child. All right, Jesse. I just no act touching. like one. No, no touch. touching. No touch. Okay, are you ready? And this is amazing. Whenever we get gifts, I'm like blown away by people. Well, now I want to so, know who's coming for my neck. You can't you leave will, me with that. We'll get to it. All right. Oh, so it says goodness. April 17th, 2016. Dear Adam, Jesse, and Steve. I like that we were mentioned first, oh, Jesse. Yes. Yeah. Again, Jesse not mentioned first. <laughs> Back in March, used to it. I tweeted wow. a picture of a vase that looks suspiciously like the Stanley Cup. When Adam responded, I had. Uh, I had moved on to my next project in clay. I wanted to say thank you for keeping me company while at the wheel, pottery and driving, because they, you know, pottery wheel, driving mm-hmm. wheel, um, by sending sending uh, these to you. So you, so she's obviously made these. Laura has made these. I look forward to hearing you discuss the Marleys while I move back to Maryland to cheer for the Capitals this month. <laughs> I'll say that again. I look forward to you guys discussing the Marleys while I move back to Maryland to cheer for the Capitals this month. Thanks, Laura. I, I think she might be kidding. Yeah. I think she uh, At kidding. IRG Mini on Twitter. IRG Mini. What up? All right. So here's, so Laura sent us these. So Jesse, you want to open yours first? Sure. Jesse's going to go first and then I will go Ooh. second and then Steve Jesse will go third. Jesse gets to go first. Look yeah. at this guy. I'll let Jesse go. Oh, no, I believe this isn't for me. Oh, oh, here. Do you want to trade? <laughs> All right. All right. There you go. So here's the... So what what she has done is she's made us beautiful oh. mugs. Oh, oh, do oh, I get to open mine? Yeah. You guys are all... Make, mine is shattered into <laughs> all kinds of pieces. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Look at that. There's the camera. Show the camera. Show the camera. I, I am. Here, here, here. So, here. so... <laughs> So Laura went to all the trouble on her pottery oh, wheel oh my God. to make us these beautiful, beautiful and, But um, the, S, the S is still there. The S I is can still see there. the S perfectly so, fine. So what happened was... Um, the universe decided not another free thing. No, no exactly. <laughs> Despite the package being marked Fragile... Uh, or fragile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kicked Ooh. around and used as a basketball uh, at some point because <laughs> we it arrived. Jesse and I opened it and saw that only only ours had survived. Laura, we so appreciate it, and we thought it would be well, hilarious okay, to reveal that to a, Steve. There's a comic in the newspaper. <laughs> Is it Family Circus? I don't get it. Nope. Anyway, thanks for nothing, Laura. Laura, <laughs> thanks for your garbage gifts. I like my no, A. I like my A. It's I very love, it's very snazz. Oh well, it's okay. I'll drink. Steve, out. Do, you want, do you want me to give you the the box to no, put? I'll, I'll drink out of this. Well, I mean, the, I'll you probably, can take the box that it came in, so you can keep all the part, parts together. Maybe I'll probably glue that scald together. myself. Glue, glue it back together. <laughs> He's so disappointed. <laughs> He's so disappointed. Could you feel that it was broken? Oh, we we opened it. We uh, yeah, knew. we knew. And you gave it to me. <laughs> Well, what else are we gonna do? I don't know. Be good friends. <laughs> we just thought it would be a good reveal. Yeah. Now, I also want to mention Steve is wearing something very important today from a good friend. Oh, yeah, from a good friend. <laughs> My Titans jersey finally arrived. Yay! Apparently, you didn't get oh, ripped she, off. She nestled their names on the bottom. 
her name in the book. Oh, oh cool. Did she? LRM 2016. There you go. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, look at that. So can you if see I, that on your If screen? I piece them together, <laughs> if I piece these two chunks together, yeah, I can see So it. just so everybody knows, when I do order gifts for Steve, they do come. It's just that they, they had a mix-up in the mailroom. Several of my girlfriend's Christmas presents and Steve's Christmas presents were given to me last week. LRM stands for look at this ruined mug. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry, buddy. Let's do the press conference. The presser. press conference Steve oh yeah who wants to come for my neck and who's gonna do it cause now I got ceramic to fight you off uh Manky Mank I believe his name is just wants to let you know that everyone on PSN is coughing because they're homesick from their real jobs or school and Steve is the only fancy man who gets time to play chell during the day oh, that is why enough. everyone is coughing in your PSN fair enough no <laughs> no. No. Dad! <laughs> no. Did you see what I tweeted the other night? No. There was just some fucking guy. Some fucking guy. I think he was either on the phone with a friend or he was in a private party with a friend because I couldn't fucking hear him. Or, or no, no, I could hear him fine. I couldn't hear who he was talking to. So yeah. This this is what I was playing with the whole game. Again, no one else is on headset. Yeah. No, no, I know. I know. No, the the other week I was on that. Yeah. Man, what's with the passing in this game? This game's kind of like... Yeah, I know. I know. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. No, it's like... Oh, oh, the good... Shut the fuck up! God damn it, you're coming through my TV! Do you have... You one-way conversation have an asshole? Do you have an option to shut off talking? I just... You know what? I, I wanted to hear him after a while. I wanted to, I want to be like, I want to see how long this asshole does it for, and I want to hear what he says. I also want to tweet a video of it, and I did. Nice. Second question. When the Oilers win the draft lottery, who do you think leaves town to make room for Matthews? Adam and Steve? No one. Oh, I keep no them all together. One, yeah? You got to keep them all together. They got the piece they need now. <laughs> this is the piece they need. Remember last year when they got the piece they need? They got it. <laughs> They're done. You got to keep them together. In fact, you know what? You risk going above the cap. You do whatever you can to keep that team together. They got a bright future. By the way, we will talk about the draft next episode. So I'm leaving Saturday it. Saturday is Christmas. I leave it because Christmas! Saturday Christmas. is either Christmas or it's hell. No, no. There's only one option. Uh, I will be covering it live. I don't know how. I don't know how just yet. <laughs> no, we're talking. We're talking at Sportsnet. We're talking. We're talking about it. Third question. Would you rather see Ovi or Thornton get a cup this year? Ooh, damn. Because it looks like it's going to be their two teams in the finals. Mm-hmm. Ah! If Don't Washington gets pick. past Pittsburgh. Ah! Adam, who you got? Well, Steve That's see, the Caps could do this again next year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is San Jose's last kick. I want Joe Thornton to win it so he can pass it to James Reimer. Oh, okay, yeah. Reimer puts it over the top. You're right. You're absolutely right. Okay. He got two shutouts for them in the regular season. I know. I know. In his first, like, four games or something? Eight. Amazing. Or something like that. Yeah, he only played eight games. Two of them were shutouts. Another Reddit question. Got three upvotes. Hmm. Wow. Hey, guys. I'm a Blackhawks fan. Boo. Sorry. The Hawks no. haven't been out this early in years. 
I think I may need to take up a new hobby now that my schedule is a little lighter. In years! <laughs> what do Since fans, 2011! What do Five years! Shut the fuck up! What do Leafs fans do during, during the playoffs? He needs a hobby. The answer he, is not play golf. A-holes. We yeah. don't play golf. Golf's boring. What do you mean the we laughs don't. don't play golf? Aren't the laughs golfing? You bunch of sheep. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like your uncle from 1942 came up with that joke and, and never let it go because that was his, his crowning achievement. Imagine having the same insult every year for like your entire life. Ooh. What, Ooh. what have you contributed to the planet? Right. Um, what do you do? You know what? You look forward to next year Ugh. and you appreciate the good hockey. You appreciate the good hockey. Man, who wasn't watching Game 7 of the Blackhawks Blues? There were probably fans at Game 6 of Nashville-Anaheim watching that game on their phone. Do you see they kept cutting to Nashville-Anaheim? They kept doing these weird 30-second yeah. things, and then, they'd, and then Strombo would come in with a voiceover because they'd be like, ah, that's too long in the game. It was weird. I'm not sure. I think that might have been depending on what channel you watched on. Did you watch on CBC or Sports? I watched on Game Center. Oh, uh, mm, interesting. Because mm. I started on Sportsnet and I was like, what's going on? Mm. And then I put it on CBC and it was uninterrupted. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I, switched, I don't know I what over there. to the CBC eventually. I don't know what happened there. You but know the what I do? The hockey world was talking about that Do you want to know what I do? Mm-hmm. What do, you, what do Every do? time the Leafs don't make it past the first round, which has been the best part of my life, actually, um, I seethe. I get angry. <laughs> I am disappointed. Um, I I now go online and shoot people in the head in Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, but before I had that outlet, I would just sit on that anger and then explode the next season when again the same things kept happening. Can, can and I, oh, sorry. What I would say is that that worked really well for me because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a well-adjusted, pretty pretty cool guy. If if I can, first of all, yes. Second yeah, of all, can, you, I, can I make a suggestion? Yeah, sure. Just watch the DVD recapping their win last year. <laughs> you spoiled brat. Yeah, really. Damn black. This is what it feels like. You have no fucking clue what it love feels to, like. I None of you do. Know, I would love to know what it's like to have a team expected to go past the first round. Like you're confident. The Toronto Raptors. I wonder what it's not expected. No, it Even going count. into the playoffs, they're doesn't not expected count. to go past the first round. And it's like, like in Toronto, it's it's a freaking shock. If they win a game in the first round, the Blue Jays getting to the second round, oh my God. That oh, was like. Well, they were at the end, I would say they were expected. When yes. We went. That yes. would have been a huge upset of Texas, especially if they swept them. Yeah. They almost did. Yeah. Um, I'm at the point where if the Raptors get knocked out round one this year, fuck you. I'm not mm. paying attention. Yeah. I'm not. You blow up the team. I'm not. Like, well, I, they don't I have think a choice. you're allowed to be a fair weather fan. I, I don't know if. I mean, I'll be watching the game tonight. Uh, better see a killer instinct from DeMar DeRozan tonight oh my or god. Uh, oh my god. or honestly he's gone next year it's and just, hey you want to walk away okay we don't care yeah, you, the, the you net series the net series was awesome the wizard series was a travesty and if they lose this one which they're heavily heavily favored in ah, I'm done yeah, I'm done like last year there's no way they should have got swept but they no. did they should have won last year all three years we've been the better team Yes. yes. Well, like, no, the Nets series was incredible. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and they were, what, they lose by one point? Mm-hmm. We still almost won 50 games so, the regular season. So just, we won the division. So just so you can understand where a Toronto fan comes from, we don't win anything ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. Freaking ever. We barely make the effing playoffs. 
So for us, it's like you're asking us what we do. I seethe. I'm mad. I hate it. I really hate it. Because you know what? Toronto is better than 99% of the freaking cities in North America and in the world. And the fact that we have so much trouble winning here has nothing to do with the fan base, nothing to do with the country we're, we're in, everything to do with the way the teams have been managed. And as I've told you before, the reason Leafs haven't won has been gross mismanagement. Year after year, regime after regime, I'll say the same thing about the Raptors. I mean, we talked to, I remember talking to um, Richard Petty about Kevin O'Neill. He was on this show talking to Kevin O'Neill, the reason that Vince Carter wanted to leave. Like it was just like these are these are things that happened that should have never happened. And Richard even admitted that. I told you Toronto is old Gill from The Simpsons. Yes. Oh, we're gonna put it together this time. Oh, we got the Pacers in round one. Oh God. Oh, we're just. Oh. And what I love about Shanahan is like no. No. We are going to do this. We're going to do this right. We're going to do it beyond just drafting because, by the way, it takes more than just drafting. And we're going to expect to win. Not win a round. Not win two. Not win three. Win the whole damn thing every year. All right. Well, we might be bad for a while. As opposed to what? We're always bad. Exactly. Do it the right so, way. So let's, let's be bad, but with a goal in mind. You guys, the Toronto Argos won the Grey Cup in 2012. In an eight-team league uh the nhl was six teams when we won the stanley cup so yeah Yeah. does it count yeah there have been uh, with no disrespect standards yes no disrespect to the argos because you know what those are great football players um a lot of them the only reason that they're in the cfl and a lot of reasons is just be just straight up stature just genetics these guys are all like they're all very good athletes it's just that a lot of the times they're a lot smaller than nfl athletes so they can't compete size-wise, or there's a mark against them from scouts just because of that. Um, I just, I don't know. It's just there's something about that sport that I can't get into. And maybe it's because I'm an NFL snob. Maybe that's okay. Maybe it's not okay. I don't know. Adam, uh, NFL fan. Just hear you a big NFL fan? I am. Okay, so the both of you. Uh, explain to me why Tom Brady is suspended for something he did two years ago. <laughs> Because there's a lot of procedures they had to go through to get... But wasn't it thrown out? They went to an appeals court, which you can do. Who's they? NFL? The NFL, Mm -hmm. which you can do under the law of the United States of America. But how did it get thrown out in the first place? Uh, The judge decided that they didn't have a right to suspend Tom Brady. No, the judge decided that Tom Brady didn't do it. It's a goddamn game. No, they they weren't ruling on whether he did it or not. They were ruling on if they had a right to suspend him for that action. They did. And they said they did not, and they threw out his suspension. And then the NFL's like, no, we're going to appeal that. And then they did appeal it. And the judge judge said, yeah, he broke it. It's that scene from South Park. Yeah. Oh, my God. So now he's suspended. Here's my question. How does he get out of it this time? He's going to. The Supreme Court. But that's probably not going to happen. Why not? Because the Supreme Court's going to be like, this is stupid. Weren't, wasn't, didn't one of you try to tell me how his contract is designed yeah. for this to happen? It's great. Adam, you want yeah, to go Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened was they, they knew that this was going to be the ruling. So uh, the Patriots uh, redid Brady's contract because in the NFL you can do that. <laughs> Signed him to a two-year deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, just how much does Tom Brady make this year? A million dollars. Now ask me what a signing bonus is. 
What's the signing? Twenty-eight bonus? million dollars, <laughs> <laughs> which is guaranteed. Which he gets to keep. Which he already has. Yeah. So, so the best part about this is that now, uh, when he gets suspended for the four games, which he he's going to have to sit out. There's no recourse. He will lose two hundred fifty thousand dollars a game rather than some whatever it would have been under nine hundred. Yeah. It would have been two and a half million dollars or something like that because he was making nine million a year plus bonus. Roger Goodell. L L L L. Oh well. Yeah. And the team will be fine. They'll go. Three and one, or whatever. Yeah, because they're the freaking because, Patriots. So anyway, they're the Blackhawks. Sports, everybody. Sports. I saw this tweet. It was like Tom Brady deflates a football. He needs to go to jail. <laughs> Greg Hardy and Johnny Menzel abuse women. And then it was NFL. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, you know, I mean, the only reason like, the NFL so has not stupid. suspended Menzel is because no one's get. He'll never play in the NFL again. Yeah. I don't even know what the story is. That that's God, he's an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic. Yeah. That's that's what it is. Uh, and unfortunately, with addicts, so. they can't stop. And what do we? What have we always said on this show? We need to invest in mental health. Yeah, that's the problem right now. And it seemed it seemed pretty obvious, like just from everything I've ever seen of him hanging out with friends, that he just surrounds himself with fucking morons, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, it's a bummer. to protect myself, I'm going to say that what I said about Manziel is alleged from everything that I've read. I have no personal uh, source that tells me that. Just taking myself off the hook there. Fair. Just in case Johnny gets mad. Fair enough. By the way, if he sued me, he'd be awfully disappointed because I, could, I couldn't hand over much. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go now. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. Play it safe, if you will. And uh, we'll be back on Thursday. We're going to talk about, of all things... The draft lottery. Hey, Adam. The draft lottery. I'm going to drink some nice gonna, tea out you, of this You're going to sip some tea? What are you going to do I, with I, I might mug? spill some tea. Yeah. It's hey, deal. it's a nice McDonald's cup you got there, Steve. Sure. It's too bad your cup didn't make it from Laura, who's cheering for the caps. Laura. What are you going to do with your mug, Steve? Keep it. As a representation and reminder of our friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.